Hey guys, this is Courtney from the Astro Biz Podcast, where we talk about business, astrology, spirituality, and all things woo. Each week, I interview incredible business owners, give you guys astrological updates that are channeled from the heavens, and I also give you guys insights about anything you need to know about spirituality topics. Please don't forget to leave a review if you like these episodes. You guys can always find me under Willow's Bloom on Instagram, YouTube, and on willowsbloom.com. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, it's Courtney here, and today I'm going to give you guys the December astrology channel messages and forecast. So this is going to be a very, very big month, a very big deal, and I'm going to be making a whole 2021 video that is going to be linking the Great Conjunction happening on December 21st and the rest of 2021. So just stay tuned for that video on YouTube. It is really going to highlight not even just 2021, but the following years and the energies that we can expect to experience as a collective and the way that we are going to grow, expand the troubles and challenges that we will experience. And I think it is something that I feel very, very passionate about sharing that message with you guys, because I know that it is going to be really unexpected. And I think a lot of people who aren't familiar with astrology or haven't been listening to what's coming up in the age of Aquarius or the dawn of the age of Aquarius, I should say, I don't think they quite know how big things are going to get, how much we're going to change and how quickly. So I am really, really excited to share that video with you guys and I'll let you know when it's posted. If you are subscribed to my email list, which you can always do at willowsbloom.com, if you're subscribed to my email list, you will get the videos first. So make sure that you're subscribed there. All right, let's talk about what is going on this month. So we start off the, well, I should say we end November, the very last day of November with our lunar eclipse in Gemini. So We are already starting to initiate change that I believe is setting the tone for what is going to come in 2021. This lunar eclipse, like an eclipse already brings change. And especially for a lunar eclipse, I feel like that change is really within us. You know, it's asking us to change an element of our viewpoint, of our emotions, of our approach. And I feel like solar eclipses are where we get to experience things coming into our life from the external. Um, So I feel like this lunar eclipse is asking us to make the internal energetic shifts to align with the lighter, more adaptable energy that we're going to be experiencing with Jupiter and Saturn moving into Aquarius at the middle end of December. And I'm going to kind of explain what all that means, but basically I just wanted to say that the end of November is already starting to initiate change, um, disruption of the status quo, which is typically stemming from dissatisfaction in some area of our lives. So if you're kind of going into December feeling a little bit off or like a little dissatisfied with something, just know that that's really normal and that's exactly what you should be experiencing right now and that you should act on any ideas and changes that you feel compelled to make. 
So on December 1st, we have Mercury moving into Sagittarius. It's only going to be in here um, in this sign until December 20th. So I definitely think it's a great time to take advantage of feeling more optimistic because Sagittarius is really, you know, it's ruled by Jupiter and it's one of the most optimistic signs that there is. It's the desire for us to expand as people, to learn, to grow, to pursue more personal development. And so if you have a desire, you know, to travel right now, I would really hone that in and direct it towards learning an inner expansion, inner travel in a way, because Sagittarius is often, you know, in charge of or ruling over foreign travel, which is less likely at this time. So I encourage you to really take this energy and run with it. If you want to sign up for a new course, if you want to try something different, if you want to feel more adventurous, then I encourage you again to learn and expand in any ways that feel exciting to you. On December 14th, we have a new moon solar eclipse happening in Sagittarius. So this is going to be a new beginning in some area of your life. And for everyone, it's going to be Sagittarius themed, which I was just saying is a great deal about personal expansion. So if you can find out where Sagittarius falls in your chart, you can see in ways in which you are meant to expand, where you're meant to learn more, to be kind of like that forever student or to become the teacher. If you feel like you've had enough studying, maybe it's finally time to step up and become more of a leader in this area of your life. It could also be just you becoming more curious and, and desiring to expand in some capacity by traveling, by getting to know people, by reading, and again, by learning. So wherever that falls, this new moon is going to give you um, some kind of new beginning where you have that opportunity. And of course, as always, I'm going to be talking about this way more in depth in my YouTube videos that I do for each new and full moon during the month. After that, on December 15th, we have Venus moving into Sagittarius and Chiron moving direct. So for all you Sagittarians out there, or for people who have strong Sagittarius placements, Venus moving into your sign is going to give you guys kind of like this new shiny polished look and everyone is going to be giving you more attention, more love. They're going to be more attracted to you in some capacity. So that is really beautiful. It's also a wonderful time to go out and socialize and meet people and I am hoping that it will bring some positive energy to the south node in Sagittarius that we're currently experiencing. The south node in Sagittarius is something, some energy we've been experiencing for many months now and for me, I've really noticed this come to fruition in life in the way that people are very opinionated and have like one truth that they stick to and I think that there is a lot of information floating around because the north node is in Gemini however people don't really know what to believe and so I think people are holding very strongly to their news sources or wherever they trust their information or even their own gut and so I think the shadow side of this is it can sort of make relationships more strenuous it can make people have a harder time seeing things from other people's points of view so i feel like venus coming into this sign is finally kind of going to hopefully lighten up the mood a little bit make things a little bit easier um, and even though people might not still see eye to eye 
hopefully people will be more lenient with others and more likely to encourage equality or I guess compassion of other people's ideas. So that's what I'm hoping this will look like for us. And as I mentioned, Chiron is moving direct on this day as well. So Chiron has been retrograde for a while and Chiron is a past life asteroid and it really represents, um, or they say it's the wounded healer. And for me, it really represents wounds from a past, past childhood, past lives, and also our own healing abilities. And so now that it's finally moving direct, I feel like we're done sort of processing a lot of the information that we've been I guess, receiving as far as what needs to be healed in our life. I think we've spent a while now processing and going over things. And I oftentimes think a lot of Chiron healing can kind of be something that happens under the surface. You know, we're not always thinking like, I'm healing right now. (laughs) But we are, we are healing without us even realizing it. And so now that it's moving direct, I think we're going to have more of a time to integrate everything that we've processed, everything that we've begun to understand about maybe some wounds or traumas, wherever Chiron is in our chart. So if you look at your chart, Chiron is in Aries, which for me falls in the seventh house of relationships. So I'm moving through a lot of trauma and I guess wounds and in partnerships. And so wherever that is for you, you guys can locate that in your chart. And then we get to the most important stuff. So on December 17th, Saturn is moving into Aquarius. And on December 19th, Jupiter is moving into Aquarius. And then on the 21st, they are both going to be conjunct, aligning in the sky. So this is called a great conjunction. It happens every 20 years. And this is a really, really big deal because it's finally happening in an air sign. So they have actually, Saturn and Aquarius, have actually been aligning in the sky, like I said, every 20 years. But since 1802, they've been aligning in earth signs. And if we know anything about earth, it has a dense vibration. And so things are going to be shifting a lot faster because now they are meeting in Aquarius, an air sign, a very light and quick vibration. So if you think about it, you can change air or air can change a lot faster than earth can change. So things are going to be picking up at an incredible speed. And these two planets are extremely important to us because Saturn and Jupiter are both social planets. They are a little bit farther from earth, but not so far away that they are not seen. And so what that means is that they're not personal planets like Mercury, which rules our own mindset, our personal mindset, the sun, which rules our ego and our self-actualization, the moon, which rules our our, um, emotions. And then Saturn and Jupiter, these are more societal ruling rulerships. So for example, Saturn is really what sets the structure of our society. And that's why when Saturn conjuncted Pluto at the beginning of 2020, our whole foundation and structure of society completely collapsed. And because Pluto does that and Saturn represents structure. So Pluto kills things. And so we really started to completely change as a culture, as a society. And now what's happening 
is it's sort of all coming to a culmination. And now we're starting to see things come full circle. And instead of Saturn and Pluto conjuncting again, it's Saturn and Jupiter. Jupiter is a very benefic planet, meaning it is a very nice planet. It tends to bring blessings, to bring gifts, to bring, um, again, expansion and prosperity. And so to have these align is basically saying that we're going to be setting up for a new, more prosperous time. However, <laughs> there are a lot of changes that are going to have to take place in order for this prosperity to really come to life. And so we're going to still have to make changes to our foundation, to our structure, the Saturn energy. And we're also going to have to change the way that we think and believe about life, which is the Jupiter energy. And I say change because they are both in Aquarius. These planets being in Aquarius is almost like a call to revolution. So I do think that we're going to start seeing people rioting or rebelling against the status quo or the social structures that we currently have in place. People are going to start waking up in consciousness and realizing that the dense energy that we've been kind of held down by is no longer supported, that we can't tolerate this in lots of respects. And I think what's going to start happening is that people are going to start fighting back. And so that's kind of like the beginning phase because before we can create change, we have to disrupt what is currently going on. And you might be saying, well, what was 2020 about? We've been disrupting things all along. And yeah, that's true, but it's mostly been kind of people riding along the wave of what's going on. And I think um, there still have been a lot of kind of control and hierarchy and things like that still taking place. But as we start to move, as these planets start to move into Aquarius, we're going to get a totally different feel because Aquarius is about having lateral, um, like no hierarchy, essentially like lateral equality. So everyone is kind of like governing themselves and looking out for the best interests of the collective of the whole, instead of one person being in charge telling everyone else what to do. Obviously, that's not something that's going to happen overnight, but this is something that is developing as time moves on. And we saw when Saturn um, popped into Aquarius for just a second and then went retrograde again, we saw that the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter movement really blew up and people were starting to care a lot more about equality, about humanitarianism, humanitarianism and just social reform because what we've been living in, this energy, this dense energy, this hierarchy, this control that we've been living in for so long, it's no longer going to be supported. And so we're going to start making those shifts. And it's also interesting because I think that we're also going to be starting to experience more turmoil in some areas related to Taurus energy. And this is because as these planets shift into Aquarius, the ruler of Aquarius, Uranus, is going to be activated in a new way. Uranus has been chilling in Taurus for a while and it's going to continue to be there for a while because it's a slow-moving planet. And when it's activated on December 21st, we're going to maybe not on December 21st, but over time, we're going to be experiencing disruption to the area that is Taurus. So Taurus rules things like agriculture. It rules things like the earth. It 
talks about the physical body and the material things in life. So like our banking systems, our, our money, things like this, um, farming. So basically anything associated with the material realm is really related to Taurus. So as these planets are conjuncting and moving into Aquarius, we're going to start having changes. So we could have disruptions to the food supply chains. We could have um, alterations to banks and our banking systems and currencies. There are so many ways in which we, the life as we know it now, these traditional structures that have existed for centuries are going to be turned on their heads and it's going to happen faster than people realize. And I know I'm giving you guys a lot more than just what's happening in December, but this is very important because the energy that's coming in with this great conjunction is basically, like I said, kind of earlier is setting the tone for what's to come. So I feel like this eclipse when that's happening at the end of November is showing us that we need to change, but this great conjunction here is showing us what is going to change and is going to make people feel like we absolutely have to change. There is no other way around it. And so it's going to be kind of intense likely. So I hope that you guys are all safe and with your families on Christmas and have a beautiful holiday anyway. Another thing that I wanted to mention about this great conjunction is that since it happens every 20 years, we've begun to see a pattern that is now called Tecumseh's Curse, which is linked back, I believe, to a Native American. And there's a whole story behind it that I cannot remember right now, but I encourage you to look it up. And essentially, what happens with this curse is that the president who is elected every 20 years on this great conjunction is either killed, dies, or has an assassination attempt made on them. And so what I'm predicting is that there could be some health obligations or um, worries, I should say, with Biden. And I don't know, you guys, I think a lot can happen. And I don't know what it will be, but I definitely see a pattern. I will even read off to you the presidents. 1840, William Henry Harrison got pneumonia and died. 1860, Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. 1880, James Garfield was assassinated. 1900, William McKinley was assassinated. 1920, Warren Harding had a heart attack. 1940, Franklin D. Roosevelt, he died of a cerebral hemorrhage. 1960, JFK was assassinated. 1980, Ronald Reagan was shot, but he survived. And in 2000, George W. Bush, he was thrown a live grenade, but it didn't detonate. So I guess assassination attempt there. So you guys, I mean, this is no joke. <laughs> Seriously, since 1840, every 20 years during the Great Conjunction, there seems to be kind of like an overthrow. So I just want you guys to kind of brace yourselves because I think, you know, I was just mentioning there could be rioting, there could be people kind of revolting. And if there is an assassination or a death of the president, that could be an understandable response from people. So I just wanted to kind of lay out all the possibilities for you guys so you could see what is likely going to happen or some form of this energetic experience will happen. I also forgot to mention that this great conjunction is taking place 
on the winter solstice, which gives it even more magnitude. And on top of that, it's at zero degrees of Aquarius and zero degrees is a critical degree, which means that it's extremely important. There are 30 degrees in astrology in each sign, zero to 30. And so the first and last zero and 30 degrees are the most important because they really mark beginnings and endings and the biggest culmination or period um, of transitions. And so to have it at zero degrees is extremely symbolic of us really turning a brand new leaf as we come into 2021. Okay, so now let's move on. So on the 20th and 21st, Mercury and the Sun are finally moving into Capricorn. So this is going to be when we shift modes and we can start really planning for our future. This is the perfect time to set out your goals, set your intentions, and actually sit down and create your year-long plan in order to make those goals come true. Just remember, we are moving into a lot of change. There's going to be a lot of a lot of Uranus activation this next year. It's going to be a five-year numerology. So any kind of plans you have really need to be adaptable. So just make sure you are not going to be set in this kind of Capricorn energy because I think the fixed signs and the earth signs are really going to have the hardest time these following years. And so the earlier that we can that we can start adapting and being open-minded to change and kind of going with the flow, the better off we will be. Then we are going to wrap up basically the entire year by having a full moon in Cancer on December 29th. So I think in a lot of ways, this is really beautiful. We'll likely still be with our families. It's a wonderful time to celebrate, to feel that connection and that time to be at home with our loved ones. And I'm going to talk more about this moon in the YouTube forecast that I do. So make sure that you subscribe on Willow's Bloom. And of course, if you want to get all the videos sent directly to your email and get it before anyone else, especially the 2021 video, which I'm really excited to do, then make sure that you subscribe to my newsletter, which you can access just by going to willowsbloom.com and you'll see a pop-up to put your name and email. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and have a beautiful day. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned to that episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Also, don't forget to check out willowsbloom.com to book an astrology reading or to join my business astrology course. I can't wait to see you guys there. Have a great one. Bye.